Welcome to another episode of Moon Sisters. We are recording this on the Virgo full moon. So lots of purification and cleansing energies coming in. Very strong right now. I'm sure many of you feel it. And I'm really excited to share a conversation today about women pleasure paradise. So we talk all about how we we can thrive from the feminine paradigm and not just thriving as women, but thriving from the feminine energetics. So we discuss women and what are the limiting beliefs and the disillusions and the deep programming and conditioning that we have that we need to work through and rid ourselves of in order to step into pleasure and how to create from pleasure and sensuality and connecting deeply with ourselves and then how as we live through that pleasure, that becomes our paradise and how paradise is truly the natural state of women. So there's so much that we dive into today regarding thriving from this new feminine paradigm and quantum physics and understanding the ener- the natural and organic birthing and death and birthing cycle of things and how we really can tap into creating from this cyclic nature and aligning ourselves from within with these frequencies of what is the most true and authentic to us and what is authentically flowing through us and how we can create with more pleasure and joy and ease and really find that place of effortless creation that is already a natural part of everything that we do. So I really enjoyed this conversation today and I hope you did too. And here we are, Woman Pleasure Paradise. So we can find a comfortable space where we can receive this transmission, bringing our energy back to stillness, gathering and soaking the energy back to the center of the now. Inhaling and exhaling, welcoming the breath of life, in the body of woman, feeling how the air goes in through the nostrils, all the way to the lungs, 
allowing ourselves to drop the jaw and the tongue. Leaving the tongue out of the mouth like Kalima and making some sounds. Allowing to visualize how the jaw and the mouth is connected to the yoni. And as we open and we release the mouth, we can make some sounds and move our hips, connecting the jaw with the yoni. And observing how the mouth and the jaw is connected to the journey. And when we open the mouth, we open the journey as the life force connects the womb, the journey, and the voice with the mouth. So every part of the feminine expression is connected to the sexual life force that lives within the body. Allowing ourselves to visualize a golden cord that unites the center of the journey, the womb, the ovaries, the vagina, the lips, with the throat, with the mouth, feeling the fire inside of yourself, the fire of Shakti. Feeling how the energy gets denser as we go down all the way to the womb. Visualizing a fire that gets lit with this transmission today. As we call upon the spirits of the north. White buffalo calf woman stepping into this ceremony right now, bringing her Chanupa with herself. As a white buffalo steps forward and a white buffalo breathes in the center of your journey, of your womb, feeling how low energies or entities are being washed away, calling upon the spirits of the East, Isis and Hathor, stepping into this ceremony today, feeling Isis with her wings open into this circle, bringing the sex magic transmissions into the here and now, as we visualize Hathor singing angelic voices, clearing the space of the womb of this transmission, so we can connect with the higher realms of the seventh plane today. As we call upon the spirits of the south, Guadalupe, and Mother Mary step into this prayer with a thousand roses as there is a rain of rose petals raining on top of this ceremony blessing 
the ceremony as a sacred space today. As Guadalupe steps forward and she places a rose in the center of your heart, allowing yourself to feel the womb connected to your heart. As we call upon the spirits of the West, Mary Magdalene Quetzalcoatl, the spirit of the butterfly and the snake steps into this ceremony today, allowing ourselves to release everything that does not serve us any longer. Visualizing the winged snake uniting divine masculine and divine feminine forces within yourself. As you feel yourself, your body rooting into the sacred lands of the earth. As you allow yourself to visualize yourself from a seventh plane. As we invoke our higher self to land in the center of this ceremony. As we visualize our higher self to descend from the seventh plane through your crown chakra all the way to your body. As there is a new frequency that is felt inside yourself. Allowing yourself to receive this transmission, this quantum feminine reality that we are all stepping into as we welcome pleasure and we welcome paradise and woman. Welcome to this space. Thank you, Sandra. Welcome to another episode of Moon Sisters. We are coming together before this full moon. And today we are talking about women, pleasure, and paradise. So let's start off this conversation talking about pleasure. Sandra, can you explain what is pleasure at its core? I think we need to redefine pleasure because we have been conditioned, women in general has been conditioned, that we learn through pain. And that's an old paradigm that we are leaving behind. And uh, pleasure and success in women is the relationship between you and your higher self. That's really simple, but that's really, really deep. As your body unites with your higher self as your divine feminine, unites with your your divine masculine, there is an inner dance that happens between your masculine and feminine forces within yourself. That is erotic nature, that is radiance, that is pleasure that arises from within yourself as the fountain of life. Okay, so when you allow your body to really follow the vision of your soul and manifest and bring your dreams into reality, that's pleasure. And from ancient traditions, it is said that when you follow your pleasure and your passion, you are uniting with the universe. The universe won't give you pleasure for it 
to deny it. The universe gives you pleasure because your purpose and pleasure and your and joy is united as one. You know, when you feel pleasure, when you feel passion, when you feel joy towards something, it means that the universe is aligning you so you keep doing that. So you have unlimited energy to keep doing that. In other words, it is not your... It is not you doing that thing. It is you surrendering to the universe so the universe can flow through your body and you can do that. You know what I mean? It's like you are a channel for the universe. When you are a channel for the universal energy that wants to rise through you, then that feels as pleasure. So everyone feels pleasure when that person is aligned with its purpose and there is a moment in our lives that if we do not follow pleasure we will end up lost frustrated depressed or anxious because we are stepping out of our aligning purpose to really uh, follow some dogmas you know or maybe we have some limiting beliefs that we have learned and we are not stepping into our full potential. So our genius zone is when we are allowing the universe to speak and to act through our feminine bodies in this reality. Right. And I think we've been taught to not trust that pleasure, like that that pleasure wasn't safe or what it wasn't the place that would lead us where we wanted to go. Because we've been conditioned that our success needs to come through rigidity or control or other more masculine ways of of being. And so when it comes to leaning into pleasure and pleasure as a form of creation, how can we start awakening? our sensuality, as in this is the energy that is driving all of our creations and all of our lives? So when we talk about sensuality, we need to also redefine sensuality because sensuality is not something you do. It's a state that you enter, that you are so relaxed, that you actually melt and surrender to something bigger than you. So then you become sensual, but it's not you doing something, you know. Sensuality, it is not you trying to impress or play some games to attract a partner or a job. Sensuality is a state that you enter when you do what you love. It is really simple. It's like erotic nature, you know. So um, sensuality, it is also opening your senses. That is what that is why it's called sensuality. It is connected to the senses. And if you want to awaken through your body, that we call embodiment, is awakening your senses. When you awaken your senses, your touch, your vision, your taste to the depth of it, it becomes sensual. So opening your senses, it is actually sensuality. And you can be sensual smelling a flower. You can be sensual uh, reading a book, walking around nature. It is a state of being where you are immersed with your senses in the full present moment. You are not in your head. You are not in the future. You are not in the past. You are so merged in the present moment that you become radiant and you become sensual and you become one with all that is around you. It feels like your mask and your identity dissolves. It is not you anymore. It is 
you and your surroundings all at once, you know? So when you allow yourself to be one with all around you, you enter that state as well that we call today sensuality. Right. And I love that that it isn't anything that we have to do. It's everything that we already are. And just looking up at the moon can be sensual. Looking up at, at the sky, at the sun, at a tree. There's all of these different points in our moment and just even whatever moment we're sitting in right now. You know, it could be the feel of a of something that you're wearing, the touch of something or a photo. It's like we have all of these opportunities to engage our senses. Um, it could be a meal that we're cooking. It's all of these invitations all around us constantly in our day that we've become closed off to maybe or a little desensitized to and I feel like a path of coming back into sensuality and awakening sensuality as a way of being is becoming more sensitive to all of to our senses to all of the things that are just already around us right now yeah we have a divine a code within the body that we haven't developed but it's there you know we have kind of like washed it away for some hundreds of years but we have a divine body that is awakening to its full potential we live inside a body that it has a technology that we can access to many spaces many times and many dimensions we live in a quantum device our body is a quantum device to transcend any physical reality. And this is amazing because sensuality is just the result of it. The result of you melting with your senses, awakening and understanding the technology of your body and birthing not just new realities, but shifting the reality that you live in. So you align with the reality of your dream and your passions. And that just goes forward and forward and it increases, you know, when you are limiting yourself and you're creating from a limited state, you start to heal yourself or you start to reprogram your body, your mind, your biology. It feels like you are entering a state of mystery or unknown because you are are outgrowing yourself into the mystery, but then you outgrow yourself into the mystery and you feel yourself a little bit more with your higher self. And then at some point you will peel that skin out because it doesn't serve you anymore and you will keep expanding and growing. And this is what nature does. And it happens naturally in all of us because the universe and the Big Bang is expanding through us all the time. And if we want to block that energy happening through us, then we are going against natural laws. So pleasure, sensuality, creating your reality, success is all about uniting yourself with the universal law so you can become one with the universe, with your vision, with your purpose. And it's almost like pleasure can be an antidote to distraction or addiction. You know, we have all of these distractions or addictions in our culture, whether it be to alcohol or drugs or social media and technology or shopping or whatever it is, whatever these different distractions are that pull us out of that alignment. It's almost like pleasure can become that antidote where it's picking up a pen or smelling a flower, cooking a meal or doing these very tangible things in our life where we can connect back into that frequency from whatever was going to pull us out of it. 
Yeah, well, I I won't call that pleasure. I will I will call that codependency. You know, when you don't want to feel something that you need to face and you want to escape through it, it will follow you up. And everyone in their journey goes through a phase of dark night of the soul or through a descent journey where your life breaks down. You know, sometimes we have initiations like through the breakup of a partner, facing an infidelity, <laughs> facing an infidelity or a leaving a job or the death of a son or the death of like a family member when there is such a pain we go through a whole process of dissolution and that can feel really painful you know so it is really important that we always find ways to find shelter that we can water ourselves so we can keep going even if that's just turning a candle in your home so I find that um, escaping your reality and finding external pleasure to cover a pain it will show its face sooner or later that wa- that wasn't uh, aligned with the universe because real pleasure it is not following an addiction an addiction can cover a pain for a really small period of time but then you will feel the pain after and the addiction wants to cover some hole but it does never goes to the root you know so if you find yourself in that repetitive pattern that something is repeating over and over and over again it wasn't pleasure it was a program that was coded in your DNA, in your genetic code of your body, probably passed down through your ancestors, through your culture. But we can always find those aspects, you know, when it's repeating, a pattern repeating itself externally, then it's programmed, you know, because time is not linear. And then it's programmed. And we need to reprogram and uh, dissolve what we have learned in order to find that purpose. And that purpose and that pleasure, it is not out there, it's within yourself, you know? Because maybe we can find the way of looking pleasure as finding pleasure or finding our purpose out there and we need to find it and we need to build it outside. And actually it's really simple, is sitting within yourself, maybe in a simple sacred space in your home and finding paradise within yourself. What makes you feel good now? Or what is that you are facing now? You can be facing a hard time and you can sit in your chair and say, I am confused and I know that I am I am here and I am now here and I am confused. That's your reality and that's okay. You can like uh, turn a candle and the candle is there for you, you know, like that moment of presence with the candle and knowing that you are confused. It is the right thing to do, you know, and then pleasure and paradise arises from this phase because it arises from within when there is nothing distracting you outside. It's like a paradise, like a garden that rises from within yourself and from within your sacred space. Yeah, and I think that's a really important thing to note because as we pull back these layers, these onion layers of ourselves, like, and we start to touch our purpose, we start to touch our mission. At the same time, we also are touching our deepest wounds. And so it isn't like this idea of where we're rising into paradise and pleasure and it's all this butterflies and rainbows. At the same time, we are also simultaneously facing our deepest wounds, our deepest traumas 
is. And so it's like that pleasure inviting, maybe not even inviting pleasure in, but just in that moment, becoming still, like you said, lighting the candle and just allowing ourselves to feel it. It's like that is what is needed for that energy to release us. Kind of what we were talking about with the addiction or distraction that is pervasive in all of our lives to some extent. We all have patterns that where we go unconscious for a period of time doing whatever it is. And all that's needed is that awareness to come back to it for that energy, that frequency to be felt. So I just think it's an important thing to note that the energies of pleasure and of our purpose and of passion arise at the same time that our deepest wounds and traumas are also arising at the same time. So they they release and they create together. Yeah, and also like we need to understand that woman in her pure nature is paradise. You know, the fact that we have been conditioned that we need to learn through pain, it's not the way we move through our reality at this moment. There is new frequencies coming out. And um, even the warrior woman that has been working for so long, like now we are moving towards a different energy that is arising and it's like woman is paradise that we need to water. You know, it's like the, the sacred garden that you, me, and every Every woman, it is a garden and we have that nature within ourselves, you know, like the tree with the snake around it. And there is like this energy, this erotic nature that arises from within the tree that is symbolized by the snake and it creates the fruits, you know. So woman, it is paradise itself. We are an extension of the earth. And this kundalini, when this kundalini rises, it creates fruition. So we bloom. If we want it or we don't, we end up blooming because we are an extension of the earth. And during this process of blooming and growing and becoming fertile grounds for families and projects is a process of pleasure. And even if we are not feeling paradise all day long, you know, we go through different archetypes, we go through different phases, but paradise is within women. Paradise is what we are. We create paradise where we are. We create fruition. We create fruits. And we have that mystery, the mystery of the snake, the mystery of Lilith that rises through a woman over and over and over again. So when you allow this woman, this Lilith, to peel off what doesn't serve you anymore and allow her to be, she creates paradise. And also when you allow this paradise to rise through you, so you can create, but there is something really interesting because you get to know when you allow this snake, this kundalini, this sexual life force, this pleasure to go through you, the more you allow this to go through you, your yeses will be yeses, like hell yes, or it will be hell no. You know, things are not going to be gray anymore. We are going to know what is for us and what is not for us. And that's the oracular knowing that rises within ourselves as women. So women is paradise in the fact of we need to connect first with our life force, with our female sexuality and milk this sexuality and awaken the wisdom of the body to know what is for us and what is not for us. And that's really important because when we know this, 
is. We know where our boundaries are. We know where our pleasure lies. And then we can nourish and become fertile ground for our dreams and for the life that we want to create. And so when we talk about thriving from the feminine, how can we thrive effortlessly knowing how our bodies work? How can we thrive effortlessly from the feminine perspective? Okay, that's really interesting. And this this can take us like, uh, we, I, we could talk about this for many weeks, but uh, we are made to bend time. You know, when we understand that time is an illusion, that time is an illusion that we have created to really understand an ideal or an idea, an illusion that we have created as women. You know, we as women, as a society as well, we have created linear time. But when we understand that linear time does not really exist, it's just a mind projection. You are not a slave of time. Time is a slave of you. You know, it's not, I'm not going to say time is a slave of you, but time is working for you. So we can bend time. And this is the power of quantum physics and feminine mystery. Because when we allow ourselves to really be in the present moment, into the paradise, into the prayer that is present, us, we bend time because there is a stargate that opens through the heart and is communicating with us all the time long. So we have a relationship with our higher self. And when you know that, your higher self is the director and your human self is the actor. And then setting a daily practice when you allow yourself to really pray and set an intention for your higher self. And then releasing the how things should be made. You know what I mean? Like you release how things should be made and then you you are not thinking in linear time because you know that there is many possibilities that we are not aware of and we can transcend time and space if we really listen to the quantum field that is where the higher self is living. So all the how things should be done and all the perfectionism is not, that it doesn't have any space in this table. You know, if you are a perfectionist or you really want to control things in order to feel safe or you want to know how things should be done, then we need to take those beliefs for a spin because we cannot enter the genius zone believing that we need to control everything you know we need to cultivate faith we need to cultivate sovereignty we need to cultivate sexual energy we need to cultivate and understand the wisdom of our body to really surrender and trust that we are being guided and in this guidance we allow ourselves to live in prayer and to receive the messages of the higher self that is like the higher self is seeing us from above from the seventh plane and we have a limited perception of reality so then when you set yourself in prayer you surrender to your messages to the messages that the higher self and the universe is bringing forward to yourself and then when you receive the message you move forward but that doesn't mean that you need to move forward all the time in a constant doing that that's what we have been doing for hundreds even thousands of years living in a patriarchal society we have been doing 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 until we get really tired and we get exhausted you know and we go nowhere and I have realized this that from the masculine way we go slower and if we tap into the feminine way which it will be prayer it will be a pleasure we go faster we break time space we bend time and we create from divine timing you know we kind of break the limitations and also i want to go here and talk about it is really important the beliefs that you hold in your mind about yourself 
Because if you have a limiting mm -hmm. belief about yourself, that's going to be affected in your life and in your manifestation. So we always need to take the beliefs for a spin to really uh, use the qualities of the quantum reality and they can work in your favor. And it's all about like working in that frequency and listening, living and walking in prayer, listening the messages of your higher self so you can hear and break the matrix and break the three-dimensional reality because it is not perfect. There is some cracks and the light goes through those cracks. And that's what the quantum higher self feminine paradigm does. You know, it breaks the box. It breaks the box that we have been living in, but we need to open it. And to open it in a feminine body is really important to really first decode your biology and your beliefs that we have been learning from the family members, from the society and from the patriarchy and the beliefs that we have about ourselves so we release a state of codependency to the system to become self-sourcing to self-source your own energy that will catapult you to a feminine paradigm where you can become paradise and you can live from the fruits that your nature is doing naturally without effortless you know is doing it you are an apple tree makes apple apples effortlessly so why an apple tree is being educated to make tomatoes through school and through some paradigm and it's like and someone is telling you how the tomatoes sh should be done you know like an apple tree will make apples and it doesn't need to go to school because the entire information of the apple and the family of those apples are living within the body of the tree and the seed before that happens you know what i mean mm -hmm. so when you mentioned at the beginning of the episode codependency is like a form of distraction or i think you said something like that distraction or addiction is a form of codependency and i think now after listening to you make that statement releasing a sense of codependency to the system is that what you meant by that that distraction or addiction in whatever form it takes in our life is a sense of codependency maybe not to another person but to the system itself yeah there is many ways of codependency. Codependency, it can be to your parents. Codependency, it can be to your son. It can be to your job. It can be to your sexual life. It can be to a drug. It can be to many things. The thing is like codependency is like, I need something in order to be happy. While happiness itself ar arises from natural law when you feel part of the whole. So you can see if somebody is codependent or not in the fruits that you deliver, you know. Because normally if the fruits that you deliver are for the good of all and are coming from your soul, then you already have a relationship with your higher self. And that's just setting the path to success, you know, because... Uh, success is a frequency. Success is a frequency uh, where your higher self is directing the game, not your limiting beliefs about how things should be done, you know? So in that kind of success is what I call the feminine paradigm because it happens naturally when you are aligned through natural law. And I call, I call that wisdom as well. So if the universe, the universal forces are aligned with your body, with what you do for living and uh, with your fruits, 
if is everything is aligned from the soul to the mind to the emotional body to the physical body then you are coherent you know you are thinking in red you are feeling in red and you are acting in red and when you feel think and act in the same direction in the same color then you are one with the universe and then there is time and space opens and then you transcend the three-dimensional reality. But then when we are thinking in red, feeling in blue, and acting in green, uh, for example, then we are not aligned. We don't have the force of the universe behind us. Our immune systems goes down. Our emotions become unstable. And then we probably will manifest some physical symptom in the worst case or an emotional issue, you know, or a relationship issue. So we can see what we create, and that's the reflection of the hologram that we are experiencing, because we are a hologram, and we are projecting our creation our creations outside of our body. So I'm uniting kind of like quantum physics to this entire feminine paradigm, but it is all about being aligned. So it's really simple, like thinking, feeling, and acting in one direction. When you do that, there is pleasure. And that pleasure doesn't come because you are covering a hole or a need or an inner child that was wounded. That comes because it arises from within you. It's, not, it's, it's nothing external. It's that you feel whole with life because you are accomplishing what you came here to do. I love that. And I love that visual you gave about thinking, acting and feeling in red, you know, when all of it's like when you can kind of take it outside of yourself and see everything in color, when you can see your what your thoughts are, what your actions are, what your beliefs are, what your feelings are, and making them all aligned into this harmonious state of being where it's all in flow. And going back on what you said about, I loved what you said earlier about when we do things from the masculine, it's slower. And I love that because it's so contradictory to everything that we've been so conditioned around, which is that the masculine is the way of success. It is the way forward. And that's not to say the masculine doesn't have its place in having a mission and being like more single pointed in a goal or a task all have that need and that capacity within us uh, to drive things forward. But what's been left out of the conversation for so long is the feminine way of doing things, which is the flow. And it's actually a lot harder to achieve a flow state than it is to achieve a more rigid calculation or masculine way of doing things. And to come into that flow state, I love also bringing in the visual of the Vesica Pisces, the birth of all how all creation is birth, where it's the two circles. And the one on the one side of the circle, the left side, you have commitment. And on the right side of the circle, you have surrender. And in the middle, it creates the flow state. So you have to have both you have to have that commitment, that devotion that showing up, but then within that commitment, commitment, we also have to just surrender and let go, which is the feminine in order to enter into that state of flow and Mm -hmm. birth things from a really organic and natural energy. So yeah, you are still showing up even more, but from a different space, from a different place. And um, uh, there is a prophecy that talks that uh, the birth, it talks and says something like the birth of humanity, like if humanity is a bird, it has been flying with one wing, the masculine wing. 
and it has been flying in circles, yeah. you know. And now we are in the time where the, the birth of humanity is awakening the feminine wing so we can really fly in balance towards the light of who we are, you know. So it's like basically giving the feminine a sacred place because just the fact of doing, doing, doing without resting, without listening, without surrendering, we are ending up self-sabotaging our own nature and we are ending up destroying the planet basically you know what i mean so there is even in the symbol of yin and yang if we go to the traditional taoist practices the yin and yang it is not 50% yin 50% yang it is 50 uh, 49 yang and 51 yin that 1% it is surrendered to god you know there is a percentage that is always like surrender like masculine and feminine are in their place but when they unite you surrender to something higher and the act of surrendering the act of surrendering to some intelligence bigger than you it is a feminine act because it's Mm. an act of surrender you know so that one percentage that surrender to something bigger than you it is a feminine percentage yeah, and it's what creates a space for the divine, for the flow to come through. And you think when you're writing an article or you're doing some sort of task and it's like, all right, there's two ways to achieve this. I'm here. I can do I can do it force through rigidity, through having some sort of predetermined structure or some way that I want it to be, which isn't really acting from that present moment state. Or you can the exact same thing, you can come to the exact same project from a whole different state, which is the state of surrender. And that way, instead of forcing something out of you, you're allowing something to flow through you. And you're using way less energy when doing it as well and creating something that's probably going to have a completely different sort of outcome. Yeah, it is amazing. Because when you find that point of surrender, that's when the pleasure finds you your Mm. connection with the intelligence that moves the planets and the earth and everything around us finds you not just finds you it rides your body and then that pleasure it guides you to what is good for you what is not good for you and what is your calling and what is not your calling and that continuous way of surrendering and walking in prayer with that song that is singing you and when you become the song that is singing you you find a space of ecstasy where you is not there anymore you know there is no you there is just something doing itself through you like a prayer that is praying you you know and to get that place that's i find that the the feminine paradigm you know where you are allowing yourself to rest you're allowing yourself to be yourself fully you accept yourself as you are and you allow your messages that are riding you to be speak out because those messages are sacred and you listen to them and then you allow yourself to feel yourself as a vessel for universal intelligence that is riding the wave that you can tune in and the beautiful thing here is that we 
all have a different channel and our channels are helping each other, you know, like in here, in this true authenticity and pleasure, there is not one single copy of you. There is just one of you. There is just one code that you are. There is just one code that I am. So we can inspire each other. We can co-create, but we can never copy each other because the frequency that you hold, you hold it between you and God, you know, and the frequency that I hold, I hold it between me and God. And that's not replaceable, you know? So that is why I'm focusing a lot into into feminine leadership, not just into also redefining what leadership is. Leadership for me is to really surrender to the messages that God has for your own self and allowing yourself to surrender to that and lead your messages into the world because we are all leaders in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you said walking, walking your prayer or living your prayer, can you talk on that a little bit? Because I think sometimes this is also a part of our programming con- and conditioning around the world word prayer in itself. A lot of times for so many of us, we hear the word prayer and we think back on religion because that was the system, the paradigm that we grew up with. And so when you say walking your prayer, what do you really mean by that? We can translate it through like meditation, you know. Meditation is a way of praying. Dancing is a way of praying. For me, the symbology or the meaning of prayer is when you allow your ego to take a second seat in the ride of your life. You know, when you allow your human self, not your human self, because our human self is divine, is when you allow your identity to to step back and to know that you don't know and to know that there is always a higher vision that is being held and that you are just seeing a piece of it. And then when you allow that to enter your mind, there is something that comes into your life and is humbleness. You know that you hold a piece of the truth, but you don't hold the entire truth. And then... You allow yourself to speak out your truth, that that truth, it will help others' truth to be awakened and listen and respect other people's lives and truth as an extension of your truth. That brings you into a state of humbleness and respecting each other's lives each other's messages as well. So for me, walking as prayer means that uh, your relationship with your higher self is a priority in your life. That's the first relationship. And that's the path of success, is that relationship between yourself and your higher self. That communication that you can open, it is a channel that you can open. When you meditate, that will be a definition of you are praying, you are trying to like calm your mind to really listen what is arising from within yourself, right? Or maybe not meditation, like in the feminine way, we will say dancing, walking, listening to the river, you know, like eh, there is not one way of praying. There is not one way of praying. We are not praying something that is outside of us. Maybe that's what the distortion is in here. We are not praying of something else external that is going to come and save us. We are praying uh, to really listen the messages that our higher self has for us. And we can listen the song that our soul is singing so we can become it. So that will mean walking as a prayer. And it doesn't need to be a song. It can be writing a book. You know, you can write a book or or you can uh, channel a book. You are bringing the Akashic records and the memory of the soul down here into the physical reality. 
So that requires requires mastery. And the path of mastery is the path is a path where prayer needs to be involved because we are seeing just a little percentage of reality. One I love, it's like meditation is how we can connect to that higher self. We can connect to that frequency easily. And then pleasure or living in that state of sensuality is how we can really live it and embody it outside of meditation. So it's like, that's how we stay in alignment with that frequency, with that state as we go about our day, as we move through our lives. So we don't have to be in a state of meditation to be connected and rooted into it. Totally. Like you can be living that 24-7. And I think if you go through the a soul awakening or a kundalini awakening, there is not other choice but listening. You know, you become your, there is a connection, there is a radiance, there is electricity that awakens through sexuality that connects you with the higher self. And this is the entire distortion that has been in the planet. That is, we condemn sexuality. So we are connecting our own connection to source. So we invent a God and a dogma and a church that we need to follow. And then we step into the entire game of manipulation that we have been for hundreds and thousands of years. So to welcome sexuality, to welcome Lilith, to welcome that radiance that flows through your life, it allows you to connect with your own gnosis that lives within yourself. So prayer is not something that is outside of yourself. It is something that lives within yourself. It is the song of your soul. So if you step and align yourself with the song of your soul, it's like that's pleasure. That's, that's the highest frequency and pleasure that a human being can experience in a human life, a pleasure that opens your senses to ways that we cannot imagine even in our hottest dreams. And if we have had experiences of revelation in our lives, we can know what is this, you know, and there is revelation. And revelation is when you become it, you become the prayer, even if it's for two seconds, you know, for a moment, and you got that flash in your head and all of a sudden you understand. You understand and it came from somewhere that you don't know. But you understand, you know, there is always a connection and the entire way of walking as prayer, it is to really nourish the connection between your higher self and you. So your higher self, it is the director and you are the actor and you both are co-creating your reality, which is a reality of miracles that transcends time and transcends space. And that's the feminine frequency, that's the feminine quantum reality that we are all stepping into. And if we are not listening to our soul's prayer into the song that is singing us, probably the pleasure that we can or we think we need to find outside of ourselves, it won't ever fulfill our soul. And if the soul is not fulfilled, the happiness, it is not real. It is a mask, you know? So we are in a point where spirituality, it is not a luxury. Spirituality is a necessity in these days. And feminine spirituality, it invokes the awakening of the Shakti, the awakening of that uh, movement, that fire that lies within yourself to really find your vision so you can bring that vision into the earth, into your body. So when it comes to creating and birthing with pleasure, how can we create through pleasure, through the womb space? How can we create not just life with pleasure, not just birthing life, but also birthing businesses or projects or other creations? 
Well, this is a whole entire conversation, but I, I'll try to be simple. The womb is the center of creation. The womb creates all the time. And we as women have been conditioned that the womb is for making babies, you know. And if we really understand the technology of the womb, we could create anything. And when I say anything, it's like you can birth any vision, any dream, any business out of your body because you can reconnect with the creativity and the mysteries of sexual energy that live within your body. The cycles of birth and rebirth and death. So we are being programmed to think that there is death, birth, death, right? So there is nothing, we are alive, and then we die. And that's not the way it is. That's, that's, <laughs> that's not the way it is. That's also distorted. It is life, death, life. So there is life, and even when you need to birth a project, before the project gets birthed, you need to go to a phase of descent, to a phase of dissolution, to an initiation that sometimes you have never called into your life. I'm saying like the death of a child, I'm saying the um, facing a breakup with a partner, facing an infidelity, those are rites of passage that allows us to enter the underworld. You know, we go into the underworld, a place where all we think we knew gets dissolved and is washed away and is painful. But in that path of descent into the underworld is when we find the light and the light that wasn't real, it can't be there, you know? So when you go into the underworld, that we are going all humanity in a way through a phase of descent, what is showing up, this darkness, this dissolution, it is that all the light that wasn't real can't be here, you know? So when you go into the darkness and you go to the descent, we see that the light that is real is the only one that stays. So the friends that weren't friends won't be there for you, with you. So you will see the people, the relationships, and the things that are there for you in your light and in your dark. And through the path of descent, you get a vision, you get a light, you get to find a light and a message that Actually, if you water it, is what births you into life, you know, again. And that becomes your message because you took yourself out of the underworld through a passage. And that passage that took you from point A to point B, it becomes your message to the world because you went through it. You know what I mean? So uh, for us to birth something is like, yeah, we can create. But if we want to create from the depth of the soul, we need first to go through a place and a position of dissolution, of dissolution of what is not right, dissolution of what is not true, mm -hmm. of what is artificial. And then that creation that is birthed, it is coming from the center of your soul. And because we are paradise, we build it up and it sustains itself because it has deep roots, you know. Then is when you build a business or when you build a project or when you build a relationship. Normally, if this needs to be stable in time, it needs to be rooted even in the underworld. And this is something that uh, has been really misunderstood from the feminine because the feminine is the unknown. The feminine is the dark and the dark, I'm just saying the unknown and the mystery. 
And in this mystery is when the light that is real awakens within you and then you can birth yourself through that life that you carry and you become it and your projects become it. And one day you find yourself that you are living from it, but you never expected, you know, there was never a plan, a plan that was made for your mind. It is something that made you that was smarter than you and you don't even know how you made it through, you know, and then you start realizing that it's a prayer praying you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the womb is a creatix that is creating and birthing projects all the time. And the um, divine masculine is also like gu- guiding this divine feminine, you know, creating structures protecting your projects you know and the divine feminine and that creatives that is latin that is birthing all the time through the womb because it's an these are energetics you know but the process is life death life it is not death life death you know like we are dead we live and then things are dead like it is the other way around and then we find out that everything that creates created the world that we live in, that the force that created the world that we live in, the the force that created the trees that are rising in the mountains and the force that is making the planets go around the sun is the same force that is making your projects become alive. You know, if those projects are real projects that are aligned with the universe and that information rises through the female sexuality and through the womb that is latent in every woman. And that's why we are saying woman is the fountain of paradise. But woman needs to redefine and dissolve all the limitations she thought about herself because she can bend time and she can really transcend all the limitations of the three-dimensional reality or the matrix that it has cracks and we are connected to a force that is bigger than those cracks and we can create and birth new realities midwifing new frequencies into the planet Mm. i love that I love everything that you said about like, it's like an organic way of birthing something. And it makes you realize how many of the systems and the patriarchal structures and, you know, companies, businesses, all of these things that were built off of a completely inorganic structure, built out of fear or control or manipulation or force, and not from this natural flow of creation and energy of creation. And it's like, we're watching all of those structures dissolve right now and what's arising and what's really being built with the legs to sustain itself with the roots that go all the way into the earth and beyond is this organic energy of all of creation of how we're meant to birth things, how all of life births itself. And it's like, we're just tapping back into what this really means and what it really feels like. And a huge part of that is letting go of that control and allowing this energy to just flow through us the way that it's meant to and organically will once we just let it. So yeah, it's it's really interesting that uh, the fact that the female body has an entire technology 
a cyclic technology of creative sexual and spiritual gifts that we carry within ourselves and awaken those gifts within every woman it is the road to to joy it is the road to paradise because also prosperity and success and paradise are divine feminine aspects of a frequency so there is a frequency that you tap in and you are allowing yourself to receive because the feminine is also opening yourself to receive that's also the prayer allowing yourself to bloom from that space deep within yourself and allow yourself to receive like a flower when it opens and the bees also go to get the nectar you know so sometimes the action is just to bloom It's not about doing things because we are not enough. So we need to clear all those things. When you are enough, you don't need to prove anything. You just bloom. You don't question yourself. You bloom and you follow the cycles of life. You know, so if we are conditioned and domesticated to act certain way, we won't be happy. Maybe we are happy for a short period of time, but at some point our soul screams through our lives screams and when you listen to that a uh, whisper or that scream into your life then following that whisper and that song that is singing you is when real pleasure finds you and then you start creating that relationship and that intimate relationship you are building your paradise from the song that is singing you and all of a sudden you realize that you have built a project but you didn't spend your energy on it because actually it nourishes you and it gives you more energy. You know, I'm in a point in my life where my family tells me, Sandra, you are always working. And it's like, I I don't find myself always working. I'm doing what I love. And because I love it so much, I want just more time to keep doing what I'm doing, you know? So it's not working. It's me like finding that relationship with my writing, mm -hmm. with my projects, that it gives me so much life. It gives me so much life and radiance that I want to keep doing it. You know, it's not that I'm waiting until it's 8 p.m. so I finish my work. So it's like, it's really redefining the relationship with your own self and washing away the limiting and beliefs and unlearning, not learning new things. We have been learning a lot. We need to unlearn what has been distorted in order to allow the garden of paradise to flow through your body. We are leading that feminine movement. We are uh, opening up, we are creating nectar because that's the nature that we are. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes it's like we can just shove ourselves so full of information, of knowledge, of books, of podcasts, of YouTubes, or there's all this information out there, which from one perspective is great, but it can also become this, like we're just shoving ourselves full with information or like you said, learning new things when in reality, we need to empty ourselves. We need to empty our containers as much as we possibly can so we can have that space within us that has the capacity to hold whatever creation truly wants to come, not from any anything outside of ourselves, but from within us. And when we're birthing from that organic structure of what you just explained through the life, death, life system, natural way, 
that's really the projects and the creations that have the that can last because they're being built from that real place versus trying to force something out the door or just get something rolling coming from that forced more rigid place it might last for a little while but it probably isn't gonna have that fortitude to withstand time and and really grow and evolve and last yeah like it's you end up bending time. You can make a beautiful piece of art in one hour. You know, from that place, you become a channel from your higher self. You become a channel for an intelligence that is running and praying you, you know, and then you realize that you are not alone, you have never been alone, and you can never be disconnected from your soul. So full happiness is alignment with your soul when you can really listen and become what you came here to do. And um, if you do not follow that, there will be a moment where you are going to find yourself sad or frustrated because there is an emptiness, you know, and we are in those times where the feminine soul is arising and the feminine soul wants to be heard. And it is, it is that time to listen and to welcome that female sexuality into our creative projects because those projects are being created from another frequency. They are not coming from an intellectual mind. They are coming from the intuitive wisdom of the body and that changed the entire game. And when you say, you mentioned earlier that prosperity being a feminine energy, and I'd like for you to explain that a little bit, because I think that's another thing that we might have some distortion or dissolution around this idea of prosperity, wealth being a masculine thing because of the associations between success and wealth and the patriarchy. So I'd love for you to explain how prosperity is a feminine energetic. Well, prosperity, it is a frequency that you need to tap in. When you know that God is abundance and you are a son and an extension or a daughter of an extension of God, you know nothing is going to be missed. You know that you have never been forgotten. It is a frequency that you feel that you are a drop of the ocean. So then how is something going to be lacking, you know? And the entire mentality of prosperity, it is so divine. It is so divine that it has been misused to the point that we can say that maybe money is evil or is uh, dark, you know, but it is not. It is being used with the wrong intention in many ways, but what money is so light and so high frequency that we can create in less time. So money and prosperity allow allows us to build and create the projects, speeding the process, you know? Like we make it faster, we go faster. We want to get a flight and go to the other part of the world. We can be there in 11 hours. We don't need to travel for three months. So it saves us time. And uh, we can make things and create faster and build things in a faster way as well. Because you can invest in your business or in your project. You can hire the proper and right team, you know, and money is equal to energy. And actually, sexual energy and money is is coming together. They are the the first and second chakras of the body. So it is. This could be another conversation, but money and sexuality are really well related. You know, they are the same 
thing. They are both energy. The fact is that we have a limiting belief about money or we feel pain because of our experiences with money or the experiences of our fathers or our families with money, then we can maybe unite that experience with money and then we don't want those problems in our lives so we refuse money. So there is many subconscious ways that we are refusing money or prosperity. And prosperity is way more than money. Prosperity is uh, healthy relationships, is wealth, is health. You know, so when you are in that state of wholeness, prosperity is there with you. <laughs> prosperity is a frequency that you tap in. And if we go to nature, like a tree blooms a thousand leaves and flowers and is part of an ecosystem, wherever you look at nature, there is abundance everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, when it rains, there is like infinite number of drops coming down. Like abundance is all it is. But if you focus yourself in an abundance of luck, guess what? You are going to manifest an abundance of luck, but you call for it. We need to understand that we are creating and we are creating from the frequency that we are living. And we need to reprogram and really tap into that abundance frequency that we are an ecosystem with the entire universe where everything exists. And when you need something, that something comes to you, that is a frequency that we need to tap in. And this is something that we we also talk in in the Awoken Woman Mystery School, in Awakened Womb. We talk a lot, not just about female sexuality, but we talk about, about magnetic abundance and how to tap into that frequency where money, you don't need to follow money as you follow a man or something when it's con- codependent, you know. You need to tap into that frequency and then the right people, the right allies, the right opportunities come naturally to you because you call that frequency, you are living that state. So that state is being manifested. You you don't need to chase it. It comes to you naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I think it goes back to what you were saying before about thinking red, feeling red, acting red. Like when you're in just that state of it's all red, your your thoughts, actions, and beliefs are all in that alignment. It's like a, it's that same thing. Yeah. Totally. So like basically abundance is one of the highest and prosperity, one of the highest frequencies. And it's um, a state that we need to tap in with the cellular memory as well. Of course, before we tap in into that abundance, we need to go into what is blocking that abundance. Imagine that the abundance is the light of the sun during the day. And then you have the curtains of your windows down and you say, well, the money is not entering this house or prosperity is not entering this house. I say, well, the sun is coming out every morning. We just need to release the blocks for the sun to enter your house, you know, and sometimes it's a limiting belief. Sometimes it's a experience that we learn when we were kids, but we need to release that frequency and transmute that frequency and choose to do not carry those beliefs anymore, then you can't carry them anymore when you understand that your reality is first created in your mind, you know? So when we go about prosperity first, we need to release all the distortions that we have created about it because we are prosperous. We are an extension of life. We are an extension of that energy that creates everything that has been created in all times, spaces, and dimensions. And when we really tap into that frequency, there is prosperity is just a consequence. Prosperity is something that comes out through you naturally. Mm -hmm. Mm. Is there anything 
else that you would like to add on this topic, on this conversation? Well, pleasure, paradise, women. Pleasure, paradise, women. Yeah, that from pleasure and following pleasure, we reach success, we reach prosperity, we reach the feminine paradigm, happiness. And everything goes through pleasure, through female sexual energy cultivation that allows you to catapult yourself into a different paradigm where everything flows effortlessly. We don't need to push things because we are connected to everything. Thank you so much for having this conversation today. I know that you have a program starting for anyone who is listening to this and wants to dive deeper into things that we talked about today and womb awakening. So do you want to let people know how they can get in touch or connect if they want to go deeper into that? Well, yes, we have. Um, we are doing immersives for women, and we are showing an, a training in how to thrive from a feminine paradigm. And this is an entire process. It's an in-depth journey into the feminine paradigm. And we'll be sharing different uh, aspects in how to do this and different secrets, how to biological and mental reprogram yourself, how to learn how to cultivate your female sexuality and learn the feminine way how to thrive, you know, without any sacrifice. So this is an entire course that we have about awakened womb that we call. It's a process of female sexual energy cultivation. It's a process of reclaiming your lineage. And it is a process of like thriving from the feminine into a new paradigm. And if anybody is interested in diving deeper into these practices, I really invite you to to go below into the website and get in touch with us because we are starting really soon. And this is an initiation. This is a rite of passage. This is not a, a course, just a course. This is a rite of passage that is done in a really sacred way where we go through the arts of birthing, dissolving, and rebirthing your, yourself. So we go through an entire journey of dissolution and rebirth into this feminine paradigm. And I'm sharing the arts uh, and skills that I've learned with quantum physician experts for the last 15 years, curanderas and wisdom keepers from all around the world. And I'm condensing my experience of 15 years around the world in this course. And there is already hundreds of women that has gone through this process with amazing results. And I think it's time to bring this this process and this feminine alchemy into a wider audience, into many other women that are resonating with this information. So if you feel called to this, yes, reach out to me, awokenwoman.com or Sandra Raso, and I can give you more information about how to, how to do this and how can we mentor together. Beautiful. And thank you so much to everyone listening for being on this journey of Moon Sisters with us. We're really loving sharing all of these conversations and everything that is coming through us and resonating with us right now. So thank you so much for listening and for being here. And Sandra, would you like to close out with prayer? Yeah, let's 
Let's put our hands into our hearts as we can inhale and exhale. Allowing, allowing this transmission to really land into your body, to really feel into your body, vibrating, resonating with information that is within your system now, allowing yourself to come back to stillness, giving thanks to all those sisters, ascended masters that were present in this space, guiding this transmission, closing the doors of the north, the east, the south and the west and allow yourself to soak this energy into yourself as you follow the current of your life of your day blessed be thank you so much for joining us